You are now listening to The Sexy Escort Guide, discussing everything fascinating about the world of paid companionship. And now, here is your sexy host, Exotic Vivian. Hey guys, welcome to episode 60, big six zero of the Sexy Escort Guide podcast. I am your host, Exotic Vivian, and joining me today as my special guest and co-host is Miss Tashizel Monroe. Tashizel describes herself as an upscale international tantric escort and couples tantra trainer. She is based in New York City and London and soon adding Paris to the list. She offers a twist on the girlfriend experience she calls ritual date and loves training celebrity couples on the six steps of tantric lovemaking with her elite lovemaking private tantra retreats. She has lived in six countries and aims to bring authenticity, eroticism, and sacredness into every experience. Hello, Tashizel. Welcome to the show. Thank you so much, Vivian. It's actually really exciting for me to be here today. I wanted to I... I am excited to have you, and I'm sure we're going to learn a lot today. So we're going to jump right in, and I'm going to have you read uh, The Advantage of Hiring Companions. Okay, Heather Strong at Valley Cat. She writes, I have had a few older men tell me that they were caregivers of their wives who were terminally ill or had a stroke or they were physically unable to have sex anymore, and that seeing a companion fulfilled their physical needs without emotional attachment. Yes, we do the Lord's work. <laughs> okay, uh, what is new with you? I, Any tours coming up? Anything exciting we should know about? Yes, actually, I'm in September. I will be going to Paris, September 12th to the 16th. Ooh, yeah, nice. Uh, and I'm actually, I'll I haven't be been work- to Paris in a while. Oh, yeah? It's a great city. Yeah. I'll be working with another woman there, so we'll be offering doubles, and I'm looking forward to it. In, awesome. Oh, it's going to be my first time, actually. And, in Paris? Oh, or doing working doubles. With working with her. Oh, okay. Right. <laughs> okay just checking. <laughs> no, not my first time in Paris. And then I'll be in Amsterdam. I just got news of this last night from October 26th until the 30th. Okay. And what's really new with me is that I'm starting to develop a, a dual home base again. So I want to, starting December for a few months, especially during the winter in New York, I'll be mm-hmm. part-time in Europe. So in Paris and London and part-time here. So like two weeks here, two weeks there. So I'm nice. difference. Um, yeah, a lot of changes will be coming up in my life. So I'm excited about that. Awesome. So like, are you working with people out there? Or are you independent all over? I'm independent all over. I've been that way awesome. from the beginning. Great question. Awesome. Awesome. What's okay. With you? What's new and exciting in your world? Um, everything, always. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I still have a few tickets left to my fabulous Halloween party in Miami on October 26, 2019 from 7 p.m. until midnight. I'm super bummed that you're going to be missing it, though. But I know you're going to be making some money, so it's cool. Uh, Gentlemen and ladies are most welcomed. It's going to be in a private villa in Miami, catered food, bespoke open bar with sexy bar staff, DJ spinning sensual tunes, upscale debauchery all around. If you've never attended one of my parties, just ask around. A previous guest DM'd me saying that my yacht party that I threw in April was one of the highlights of her year. So yes, my parties are the shit. So you need to come have a great time with me and my ladies. 
And there's also going to be a Halloween costume contest with a $500 cash prize to the best costume. So, ladies, gentlemen, come dressed to impress, although something tells me the ladies are going to be winning this one. Uh, and this is provided by our diamond sponsor, shout out to Companion Tax, and marketing genius, Amberly Rothfield. Tickets are only $300. To see the gorgeous ladies that have already RSVP'd, visit thesexyescortguide.com slash events. And to RSVP, visit thesexyescortguide.com slash RSVP. I hope to see you beautiful ladies and gentlemen at my fabulous party. And of course, as always, please support the show by joining the Patreon page for just a dollar a month. And that's patreon.com slash T-S-E-G-P. And you can also donate to the show by going to thesexyescortguide.com slash donate. Every little bit counts, folks. Okay, on to the news. But first, a word from our sponsor. Today's episode is brought to you by our diamond sponsor, Companion Tax and Accounting Services. You've heard us interview the owner, Mary Lee, on episodes 7, 36, and 58. Companion Tax really knows their stuff, and I, Vivian, can personally vouch for them. They are the professionals you need to hire to handle all of your tax, accounting, and business needs. Companion Tax was created specifically with us companions in mind. It doesn't get any more niche than that. They have been in business since 2011 and have become a leading resource for the community. Although based in South Florida, they are licensed in all states. You can visit them at companiontax.com and fill out the new client information form to get started and take charge of your financial future. This is from Comic Sans, uh, August 20th, 2019. Orgasm activist claims she tripled her income as a real estate agent thanks to her sexual energy. Okay. Well, that's off you to found a, the best article. That's, that's off to a good start. Orgasms triple your income, folks. And we're already in that business. So look at that. Anyways. Exactly. Let's uh Let's dive into this. So a high-end real estate agent turned sex toy reviewer says she has tripled her income by becoming an orgasm activist, which means harnessing the power of her climaxes to do everything from clear her debts to buying her dream home. Ooh, so an orgasm can <laughs> buy you a home. Nice. Good to know. Okay, Venus O'Hara, who comes from Manchester, England. Of course, she's in Europe, so now this doesn't even apply. Uh <laughs> Venus O'Hara, who comes from Manchester, England, but now lives in Barcelona, uses a technique called sexual transmutation, which involves harnessing sexual energy to achieve higher goals and make her dreams come true. She has tested more than 500 sex toys since 2014 after she stopped selling luxury property and is now determined to help other women to use self-love to turn their plans into reality. Venus said... I have an orgasmic lifestyle. Every day is a climax. Ooh, every single orgasm I've had since March 2018 has had an intention behind it. Okay. Well, I mean, this is true. You should always have yeah, intentions yeah. behind everything you do. Uh, having read Napoleon Hill's book, Think and Grow Rich, I discovered sexual transmutation, which is the process of converting sexual energy into a higher goal. Sexual energy can be harnessed through meditation and visualization. For example, if I want something... I imagine what it feels and looks like. And to make that desire stronger, I stimulate myself. I will be really thinking about the intention. 
It takes me 45 minutes each day and it has completely changed my life. I mean, if you're coming every day, <laughs> 45 minutes, I'm sure it's life changing. Um, I have actually manifested having the apartment I want and have managed to triple my income because it has changed my mindset. Venus moved to Barcelona 17 years ago after quitting her job in real estate sales. Since 2014, she has been reviewing sex toys for a living, as well as designing her own and writing sex columns for publications such as GQ and El Pay. Or Pace. I don't know if this pronounced that. Uh, the rest of her income comes through her blog, her YouTube channel, and affiliate marketing and sponsor reviews, which reminds me, I need to get on that shit. Uh, for the show, of course. Um, <laughs> she, has, she has also written three books, Collaborating on a Beginner's Guide to BDSM, Bondage and Discipline, Dominance and Submission, Sadism and Masochism, or Sadism, I should say, Sadism and Matricism, a sexual vocabulary book called English for Perverts, and an erotic memoir, The Mask of Venus. Back in 2009, after the financial crash, I was working in luxury real estate on a commission-only basis. That's pretty much all real estate, dear, with no salary. I would be showing these people amazing properties from Monday to Friday and sometimes not making a single euro or going home to an empty fridge. I was burned out from working so hard and saw that a lot of my clients were doing online businesses, which I wanted to do as well. Now I have adopted a no-alarm lifestyle. I wake up naturally and take time to make myself a leisurely breakfast, which is all part of an orgasmic lifestyle. I, I started learning about Tantra and different approaches, and that changed how I see orgasms. I now use them as a part of a meditative process. Well, she's talking about Tantra in here, so yeah. take it away, Tashizella. You it really piqued your interest in it, this article. You nailed it with it. <laughs> You're like, how can I make money and like orgasm more? How can I make more money for my orgasm? I already orgasm enough. I just Uh need more money. (laughs) Pay good transmuted is what she's saying. Um, Yeah. Do you Mm -hmm. want me to dive into that article first, or talk about? Yes. We we can talk about tantra later. But what do you think about this lady? Yeah. This article, her ideas. Some people might think is uh, kooky. I mean. (laughs) <laughs> too bad Chantel's too bad Chantel's not here to give her opinion on this but uh some people might side eye this lady but it seems to be working for her I mean she's basically just doing the visualization and uh, manifestation thing but she's using <laughs> orgasms to make it stronger and you know get there faster so you you tell me what you think she's actually a thousand million percent right on it is correct she is using the proper techniques she she's missing a few things I want to clarify. Um, uh, but let me back up first. What she is doing is something that I've been talking about for years. And now it's coming more and more into the mainstream where people are actually connecting the two because it does sound kooky. What she is doing is kind of like the law of attraction. Do you remember when that became popular? Mm-hmm. stuff. So what she's doing is maximizing that. So it's not the law of attraction. What it was lacking is like a secret key. And that secret key is not only visualizing, it's actually putting energy behind something. So she's putting the energy of her orgasm behind it. 
and it does work. That's what she is doing. Um, it's not actually called sexual transmutation. It's energy transmutation or sublimation or... Maybe she coined her own term. Yeah, I mean, right. at the end of the day, this is pretty much what you make it. Well, she's twisting so. two things. Like, she's using sexual transmutation to do something that's called sex magic. Like, what she's actually doing is sex magic, which is, like, one aspect of Tantra. Um, what she's... Although she's doing everything appropriately, like, she's making a wish and putting energy behind it. Um, I just want everybody to know there's so many other ways to do this. You can make that wish or that visualization and really hold on to it. And there's so many ways to put energy behind that. Orgasm is just one way. So I just wanted to clarify mm-hmm. that because everybody wants to like <laughs> just chase this. Orgasm. Trust me, people, people are already side-eyeing this. They're not even questioning whether the energy behind oh, right. it is the right energy. They're thinking, oh, uh, they're thinking seriously. Work. Oh, well, <laughs> by the time of the end of this recording, um, they'll have a different idea of how it can actually work because it does actually work. Um, when people back in the day used to ask me, like when I was just a tantrika like myself, they used to ask me like, you know, oh, so what do you do for a living? I used to say I swallow my orgasms for a living. <laughs> what she's talking about, she's taking her orgasm, lifting it up instead of down. And that's what the tantric techniques, like when it comes to the sexual usage of them, that's what they're all about. So, yeah. Yeah, I, so people, people need to be first spiritual and in tune with their bodies before they can even uh, move on yeah. to this uh, next level. Yeah. And on that note, uh, let's jump right into the whole Tantra situation and <laughs> interview you, Ms. Tashizel. So uh, let's start from the very beginning. Please tell our listeners a little bit about your background, who you are and how you got to where you are today. And also like how long you've been doing this uh, Tantra sitch. The Tantra, Tantra for myself, <laughs> I've been doing for 10 years. As a- for work. For work. For work. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't. Well, it's an important distinction, too, because it's not like I got a certificate yesterday and then I said, no, nah, I'm a tantric escort. So I, mm-hmm. there's some value in me having like a decade of experience with it. So I'll break down my life for you in three phases just so you can so you guys can really understand. It will all make sense, especially as we get into the deeper topics. Um, mm-hmm. So the three phases, like you were asking, it's like my childhood and then my education and all that. So I'll go into my college and my corporate days and then into becoming a companion because one weaves into the other really nicely. Mm-hmm. I was actually, I was born in Greece, the country that I know you want to go to so bad, <laughs> I've heard you say. Whoop, whoop. Um, the reason I don't specify this anywhere online is because I don't want anyone to get the wrong idea about what I'm offering. So I just, although I'm Greek. Plus here, probably <laughs> discretion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But here it's okay because I am Greek in her- heritage, but I'm also mixed with two other really exotic races that I'll keep those to my privacy. So let's just say like my bloodlines are pretty ancient and deep. And if I told you, nobody would really believe me because my skin is still really light. So it becomes irrelevant. Nah, well, that's, all, that's only for yeah. people that think uh, light skin equals certain exactly, things. But exactly. the, whole, the whole world is fucked up when it comes to colorism. So oh, let's yeah. not even. That's why. I just well, that's it. not. That's a topic for yeah. another day. Or hopefully never, <laughs> you know. So basically, well, we have to talk about it at some point. But, <laughs> yeah, you do. but not on this show. Yeah. This is not what this show is about. <laughs> So I do say, um, you know, that I'm Greek American, although I'm not American genetically anyhow, it's just my accent. But I did grow up in Greece. And as a young girl, then we moved to California when I was a young girl. And in Greece, it was a really interesting experience. And I think it shaped the rest of my life. And what happened was I wasn't really ever supervised. And I actually started masturbating really young, like right when I started walking. Porn was on TV all the time because it's Europe. So I understood things quickly. 
um, I was really creative as a child from the beginning. I used to just like play with candle wax and do weird things. I was a strange kid. And I would also just dance a lot and choreograph. Mm-hmm. So that was mm-hmm. all I was doing. And then a time came where things got a little bit more switched up and created some troubles. Um, my father wasn't acting so responsibly. And so what happened was it caused my mother to start um, looking into spirituality. And in the 80s, it's actually when a lot of yogis started going to Europe and to America. And there were a lot of yoga teachers and yoga masters actually coming to our house to teach. Mm-hmm. And I was like around this. So as a six-year-old, I was started like reading all these spiritual books and kind of running around telling people about their soul and just weird things. I was really strange. And while that was happening in the house, and I had all these spiritual teachers in there meditating, all these people meditating, um, I was supposed to also be going out with my dad to the playground. But instead of him taking me to my playground, he used to take me to his girlfriend's houses and to their in-call locations. So it was like really twisted for me. There was Whoa, so your dad was seeing <laughs> escorts while he was married to your mother. Interesting. There, right? And like, I would just hang out in the living room and I'm like, I already know what's happening. I've seen this stuff on TV, you know, like I get it. So I, I had both things. Damn, he can't get you a babysitter at night? Anyways, <laughs> move on. No, he's hiding it. Like I'm supposed to go to the playground. <laughs> like, okay, I'll take you to the playground. Yeah. No, but I'm saying like, what if you told your mom, which I'm assuming I, you eventually told. You want, you want that story? <laughs> I wasn't going to get into that. <laughs> Uh-uh. that's a rabbit hole we're not going down so <laughs> continue for please. one room person <laughs> yeah mm-hmm. so that's what happened and then we moved to america when i was nine years old and things just really changed from there i started uh, you know like you know single mom working three jobs so i started working really young when i was 14 so then by the time i was 18 i got high- oh so you moved here with just your mom yeah then. straight to california uh, so i'm a california girl that's where i grew up okay okay place Right. So I have the California accent, the California attitude. And I, you know, I, I saw her struggle. So I wanted to lift off that struggle as soon as I could. So right when I turned 14, I started working. When I turned 18, I got hired by like the number one company in the field that I was interested in. Um, mm-hmm. I was double majoring and also working full time. So my work could pay for my college. Uh, one of my degrees is in philosophy. And okay. The other one is in global security. And then I actually started a master's in organizational leadership. And that- Oh, shit. They need to hire you to run the country with the president. <laughs> but again, oh, no, start no. for another day. <laughs> another start time. for another <laughs> day. Yeah. Um, yeah. I began a master's in organizational leadership, but that was more like for fun because I was already applying a lot of that into the work that I was doing. And um, I loved my job. It was actually, I was running high performance teams. And I just got to a point where I didn't want to do it anymore. And I wanted a life change. And I just left it all. And I went to India. And that's what I was. That seems like an eat, pray, love moment. Really okay. Is. I get so annoyed to suffer. <laughs> every time that someone would go watch that movie they would text me and tell me like hey it made me think of you because I did go to India (laughs) and I heard about it so much did you also fall in love with a Spanish lover and try (laughs) to run away from him but then ran to him and it was this crazy love affair uh not exactly (laughs) I was already like shaped a little bit differently at that point but but it, it did uh-huh. follow, like I did go to Indonesia and I did go to many places. And um, before I went, I was already studying yoga really deeply for myself. I was practicing yoga for six years at that point. And when I went to India, like, Tantra found me and I, I studied um, day and night with like different masters. And I learned uh, so much. I learned, I tapped into my femininity. I learned how to, the, the metaphysics behind Tantra and I learned the physics behind Tantra. And I really loved it because it also weaved in 
um, the philosophical aspects of my curiosity because it's very ontological in the way that that tantra is and it also how long were you in india for oh i left for eight months straight um and at, okay, and at this bad. point almost a year yeah at this point i've lived there two years um in total like if you add it up so mm-hmm. i actually ended up living in six different countries and i took a, a whole decade um, i started a whole new business and leveraged it online so it could offer me the ability to travel so i wanted to just study with these masters and study yoga and i learned mm-hmm. um i i love being around them and the things i saw and experienced were unlike anywhere else so i fell in love and with your them. mom how did she feel about all of this you oh, moving yeah. away from her to india yeah, and all that good stuff at first she was really scared because it was back in the day and and she is your mom yeah yeah of course. <laughs> of course. It wasn't so moms are always scared for no reason man especially mine like so worried all the time and like somehow you know she said she overcame it after like a good five years of me just trying she has no idea mine mine just prays for you all the time constantly even while you're on the phone with her trying to talk (laughs) but it's cool I'm cool with that like I'd rather take the blessings you know keep praying love it love it yeah yeah exactly all right, so you were there for two years, and you loved the metaphysics part of it all, and philosophy, and all that good stuff. And then, how do we circle into the whole world of companionship? Right, actually. So I was actually overseas for a whole ten years as a group of time, and then I just. So you were just in India for two, and yeah, then you traveled other around. Places. Yeah, I lived in other, okay. other countries. We won't really mention. Um, but okay. All in the- we don't we don't need to know yeah. the specifics yeah they're all in the east and i circled okay. back like it came to a point where oh, so you must have had a really relaxing time no <laughs> <laughs> no learning this stuff is so mind-blowing you're always like facing you know truth and progress and evolution yeah but just, doesn't yeah. that just make you much more comfortable in your own skin as time yeah. progresses no oh, yeah 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 that, that's what i meant I think- <laughs> Like the more you come to know yourself and who you are and what you want, you tend to have this interesting piece about you, like no matter what. But again, story for another day. I'm, I'm diving into I'm going left here. It is, but anyways. It, it does carry into this. That is exactly what happened. You know, I, I feel like I found, well, you know, who I was, what I was here to do. You really get in touch with yourself and your nature. Mm-hmm. And it's like it's such a lovely time that I, I I am so grateful that I had that time to discover in my life and yeah like, because most people will never exactly end their life yeah and I was there and immersed I wasn't like you know in in the fast-paced world where I like I just you know go to a temple real fast and I have to jump back into work so I could go deep mm-hmm. and it really made a difference and I really love that um so 10 years later it was I just always knew that I wanted to be an escort and anytime like you know, if I'm dating someone, they want to get serious with me, I would let them know, like, hey, by the way, one day I'll be an escort. So it just came to a point where um, I researched it. I started researching it actually for four years before I jumped into it. And the time just came, like it came really effortlessly. Mm-hmm. I started telling a few friends that this is what I wanted. And I ran into someone that um, runs a lot of agencies, and he's a really trusted person in my life. So it's funny when you were saying, uh, Whenever I was dating somebody, I was going to tell them that. And you said, I'm going to be an escort. I thought you were about to say, oh, I want an arrangement. Oh, yeah, that was <laughs> only that smart. Yeah, Come like, on. oh, no, by the way. By the way. You're, get, you're getting this free pussy, but I'm going to be an escort. 
no I was only that smart I was too busy like meditating I didn't even have like a financial brain turned on you're too busy in tantra mode you know you're transcending for free (laughs) so you met this uh agency owner wait I'm I'm sorry I'm skipping I'm skipping a really big part I was skipping a really big part of this. Um, okay. It does. It won't make any sense. Um, so before the agency, I actually, so in between my 10 years of, work, of being overseas, I actually popped back to America for a second. And I didn't want to work for the corporate world anymore. And I actually started business coaching women as a business. So this is what happened. Okay. I started to business coach women. And I noticed they were having lots of struggles overcoming certain parts of business. So I started giving them tantric techniques. You know, the parts where men are, you know, <laughs> being men. Well, a lot. Of- and crossing all the lines, the, that part. Um, <laughs> they were actually normal businesses or vanilla businesses. So Yeah, and that's usually what <laughs> happens when women can't do shit and they don't know how to handle it. Like, you see it a all the time, topic. like this whole Me Too movement. Oh, yeah. If only, if only women knew how to take that energy <laughs> we'll be fucking running the world right exactly. now I mean, it's crazy exactly. it's crazy it's big- this me too movement like uh yes these men are pigs but there's a way to turn that around but if you don't know that you have it in you that's a really deep thing what that you- you're hitting yeah what are you what are you gonna do you know what i'm saying exactly. you know instead of being all offended by you know what men's nature are you could take that and make it your bitch but you know yeah, start from another way anyways so these women inside. so i started giving them tantric techniques that empowered their business mm-hmm. just like this miss venus that we're kind of you know making fun of not making fun mm-hmm. of um, which... we are not making fun of her <laughs> i'm just saying <laughs> we don't know her She's she's living her best we're, life. We're, we're being whimsical <laughs> about it, and hey, if an orgasm can triple your income, why the well, fuck not? Happening. So no, nobody in this business should be broke then. <laughs> well, well, they're not transmute. They're not transmuting yeah, their sexual orgasm. There you go. So, ladies, every time you're fucking someone, you better have an intention behind it, yeah. or you will be poor. But go on. <laughs> Possibly. <laughs> Possibly. Um, so these women that I was just coaching, they actually started having like full body orgasms and they would come back to me and say like, Hey, this and this I'm experiencing in the bedroom. And I'm like, yeah, I know girl, it's the same technique. And then it led to like, can you help my husband? Can you help my, you know, my boyfriend with this? So that's how it unfolded into like the couple's work. And then I realized I didn't need to actually be there with these women. So that's the business I leveraged online and then went back to the East. Oh, nice. I, yeah, I went back to the East to study and just gain more knowledge. I was like, I don't really need to be here. I can just help you from afar. Okay, but, but sidebar. So in those 10 years, how did you put food on the table that and pay was rent? It. Like my business was through these women, right? So even as you were, isn't, even as you were away exactly. doing your studies, you were online coaching I was, I was exactly I was business coaching and merging it with tantric techniques just to empower them so they can get over all this stuff from the inside out also because it gets to the point where no external advice is going to make a difference unless like they have it in them like you're saying so mm-hmm. um, I went I continued to you know work out of ashrams and work out of studying with enlightened masters I'd go on my laptop like twice a week and that was it and I didn't need that much money when I was over. There. You basically perfected the four-hour work did. week. I did. Uh. <laughs> Hands down. Accidentally, too. You know, it was just one of those. And and then what, what happened was, like, That's- this to lead into companion, because all the boyfriends I'm dating through those 10 years, 
they were basically like learning all this stuff for me for free all the time and every you know every day whoa, right whoa, which is annoying because every day exactly whoa, right. whoa, 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 this whoa, frustrating whoa. thing is what I <laughs> So you didn't benefit from these fools at right, all? Right, right, and zero. If anything, I got oh, traumatized. No. So like, I was you were there. a giver. You, see, you're one of those people. Well, well hopefully not anymore. Exactly. But you're one of those people that you know just want to help others to the point where you deplete yourself. I learned not to do that in the hard way. <laughs> thank yeah, God. No, thank God. It took a while. If only I had girlfriends like you from day one, you know. But like, no, that's what started happening. You know, I just wanted to explore like more of the mysticism and like test out some of this tantric things. Like, yeah, that's so I was, nice. But I yeah, feel yeah, like you could have done both. No, you could have. You could have done both. You could have made him give you all his paycheck. Yeah, she's really she was not with broke dudes good no. for moms 
Good for mom. Oh, she's living. She's finally living her best life ever. I, I just let her do that, and she's happy, and she's traveling, and now she's, you know, being more like me. <laughs> now she's ex- awesome. being excited. Now she has space in her life. She's not working twenty four seven anymore. So, um, yeah, I'm happy for her. Awesome. So I'm assuming you went straight from learning your 10 years of tantric work to straight to being a companion. Exactly. Did you do anything else in between? Any other line of adult entertainment no, work? Not at all. I went straight from being in the East almost 10 years straight. And then I went to London and started um, a new job. So I was going London. Yeah. Okay. I was going through like new, new country. Uh, first of all, I was going through like a whole new country type of shock. I was also going through culture shock because I'm back in the West. I was also going through like a whole new learning, a whole new job type of shock. <laughs> so it was a lot to handle. And at that time I was 34. So what job did you get in London? This one. <laughs> ah, ah, ah. So, yeah. but so you started with an agency and oh. then became independent oh. or are you just calling it a job? <laughs> I'm, I'm calling it a job because yeah. the way you said it made made it seem like you took a position at a company or something oh gosh no <laughs> uh, okay no I I've never once I left the corporate world when I was like 26 I told myself mm-hmm. I vouched to myself I'll never work for anyone ever again so how did you learn the so you learned the business part as far as advertising all that exactly. stuff from the agency guy I'm assuming exactly uh, he just Perfect. taught me. Okay. Coach, taught me everything and taught me how to, you know, verify how to know when I'm dealing with a bullshitter, how to detect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And time of- usually helps you with that too. I hope. <laughs> I well, hope, time. ladies, please yeah, don't yeah. be dumb. <laughs> time usually so tells you. Mm. I know, I know, but I don't know. I feel like after a while, well, I think stripping. I keep saying definitely prepared me for the world because I can talk to okay. anyone. <laughs> And tell you, I don't care what we're talking about. And I can tell you whether or not, you know, what's going on with this fool. Yeah. But anyways. <laughs> you have that dialed in really well. It took, yeah. me, it took, me, it took me a while. It took, now, like two years later, I can figure things out real easily. I think before, if anything, I was like too soft with people, giving them a second chance. Well, I mean, that's because in a strip club, your one goal is to leave the club with as much money as possible. And you're not going to do that being nice. And, you know, letting people walk all over you. You have to figure that shit out. That's why either girls make it or they quit. I mean, I just got lucky and I became a kept woman. But that's a story for another day. But I would would not have found. That's a personal story. I would not have found my whale at the time if I didn't have, you know, those skills. You know what I'm saying? If I was talking to the wrong people. For sure. But yeah, so that's cool. You started in London. So what do you think is a misconception about companions and also tantric companions? Oh, goodness. It's a twofer. The two, I know it is a twofer. So <laughs> maybe about compa- maybe that we're all shallow and we only like superficial things. And I know Aren't not- all humans shallow? I think we're, <laughs> I think we're double-sided. <laughs> I think there is a lot of... I'm just saying, like, if you are going to paint with that brush that's everybody it's not just companions like if you were gonna say oh, whoa, exactly shallowness that's people in general oh, now yeah. it's not if specific gonna... to us if anything we're probably less shallow because exactly. of you know we deal with different exactly. types of clientele so well then, anyways and the overarching misconception is that like all these misconceptions get amplified in our industry which is really annoying you know everybody wants mm. to say like there's something wrong with us in this way or this way or this way as opposed to looking tell at, me like, about yeah, it we, we have mental illness yeah, we we're, these- we're 
we're traumatized. And I'm like, well, what about the lawyers? Like, the babies in the trash can. On, the, on Wall Street. Like, are they all good? <laughs> like, they all don't Crazy. lie. They all don't do drugs, you know. So, Craziness. yeah, I, I hate being They a- actually do the most drugs, but go on. Exactly. So that's a misconception. <laughs> like everything bad about a human gets amplified in our industry. Like, have you dated a stockbroker? They're like the number one coke fiends. Let's not even. They actually, they actually also the best clients too. But I digress. <laughs> if they can get their schedule straight, if they're not like you, have no, right because now. <laughs> no, because once you're there. That's it. They, you never leave because they, they just want to keep chasing that high forever. You'll be there forever. <laughs> oh, Same God, thing with the clubs, really. too. Oh, that yes. makes so much sense. Yeah. Same oh, thing with the clubs as well. I never yeah. that. But anyway, so misconception about shallow. What about tantric companions? Well, I think that goes to the misconception about me. I believe that a lot of times, you know, I'll get text messages like, is this real Tantra? And I'm like, homie, you wouldn't know real Tantra if it hit you in the face. <laughs> you know? And I'm like, and I'm like exactly. Website, because I think people, people think Tantra and they think it's a marketing gimmick. Or they think like basically a misconception is that I might just be using that word just as a marketing gimmick. And, you know, I don't actually know anything. Well, about they it. don't even know what it is to begin with. Tell me about it. So there's a whole big range about what it is. So I, I've seen everything. So that's one of the first things I ask somebody, like if they're actually interested in more of a tantric experience, I'll ask them, you know, what, what is tantra to you? And I've, I've never heard the same answer. <laughs> so I, I meet them where they are at. And my goal is to take them one step deeper. What else okay. can I do? Um, I think that's an appropriate way. All right, gentlemen, I'm going to just go ahead and throw a date idea out there right now. Uh, I'm okay. going to need you to book Miss Tashizel. And hmm, where should we go? Bali, of course. course. We need to go to Bali for like a week or two and, you know, explore this tantric sitch. (laughs) I don't know. Maybe not just Bali. Maybe Bali and a couple of places, you know, in the east. So, yeah. Yeah. Let's do it. That will be like Book us. That'd be awesome. They will not recognize themselves. I want to triple my income. (laughs) So I want to like, I want every orgasm to make me a million dollars. But anyways, no, go on. (laughs) (laughs) Here we go. Here we go. Okay. So you were saying misconception people have about you is that you're using it as a marketing gimmick. What else? That would be the only one. Um, Probably that I'm like 28 or something when I'm not. I started working. I mean, you do before, seem, uh, you you present younger. I, I, I have say. a joyful spirit. I'm very, I can be everything. I'm the full yeah. best of a woman. Joyful spirit is one thing, but you also physically, remember? Oh, shallow yeah. people. Oh yeah, physically. Yeah. Good. I don't look 36. I started when I was 34 and I'm 36. And okay, it's, it's definitely hard to believe. It's hard for me to believe. I mean, it's not like 36 is old. It's, no, it's really. I swear, this world is <laughs> just, this world is ridiculous. <laughs> so unless you're 22, you're out. 70s, like Girl, please. They're but. like, they're like defying gravity. They look badass. You know who, uh, is that, who actually comes to mind is what's her name? Um, from how Stella got her groove back. Oh, Lord. Um, so Angela Bassett. Angela Bassett is 61 years old and this woman her body is ridiculous her face is crazy like it's like everything is looks good you know and now you you pan to her husband and he just looks like a disheveled thing and I think he's older than her he's old he's older than her though yeah it doesn't matter because you know the man can be whatever as long as they have the hot girl exactly 
they're, they're fine but yeah she looks amazing so yeah i don't know what it is this age it's so weird it's, it's this orgasm. age thing it's orgasm right? yeah if you, look at, if you look at my female tantra teachers they look younger than me and they're like 60 and you're like how do you do that and they're like i lift my orgasms up i transmute so it has to do with all this <laughs> it really like does. i i come every day <laughs> for 45 for minutes 45 minutes <laughs> Oh well, shit! I'll take I wish that. She had a real that's teacher. a good way to like, live. If she had a real teacher, she could take that further because that's actually like to you, it sounds really good, but it's actually like still really shallow when it comes to yeah, the world. Yeah, but I mean, don't forget too. This was a news article, so right. you know they're gonna spin it to whatever the fuck exactly, just to make exactly. people read it. So who knows? Exactly. Maybe. I mean, maybe she's in the Far East right now with her teacher. We don't know. Oh, she's sipping <laughs> and, in Barcelona. She, you know, well, you know she's in Europe, so she's already kind of like, you know, open-minded in general. Yeah, exactly. She left London real fast. She's like... <laughs> you know? Shit. But anywho. Uh, okay, so now is your time to tell us what is a tantric escort. So when it comes to tantric escorting, it's a new concept. You have to understand that, right? You haven't really probably heard this before. And a tantra escort, in my opinion, and what I am as a tantric escort, is a girlfriend that understands not only your physical body, but also your energy body. And, you know, depending on on the tantra training that she has, she can help you utilize and experiment with your body in a whole new way. Uh, when it comes nice. And you know guys want you to use their bodies, so <laughs> you're, you're already one foot ahead. <laughs> oh, I know. I already, like, when they walk in the room, I have, like, a Rolodex of ideas, like, just, like, flutter in front of my brain, and I'm just waiting for them love to catch it. up, you know? I love it. Okay. <laughs> um, Shit, I might have to hire you one day on that's my what own. Uh, <laughs> double. Wait. Double. Wait. Have someone else wait. Oh, I know, right? I'm sure one of my clients will gladly... Uh, gift you to me <laughs> we can just sit on the private plane we don't have to go anywhere <laughs> you know you know shit okay but uh you were saying a tantric okay, so escort is someone that knows your body your as well as body, but your energy body also yeah so what i do specifically in my training i'm able to detect accumulation of energy somewhere in your body so through different techniques Ooh. i can help you like circulate that whether it's upwards or downwards or however your body needs it but most of the time, it's from the tailbone up to the crown of the head. And that leads to a more full-bodied experience and just deeper and longer pleasure overall. With that said, though, um, you know, a tantric escort is new. I think a lot of times the the two or three girls I've seen, I believe their background was tantra massage. And then they okay. start to offer like more of a GFE experience to like select clients. So then they kind of coined the term of tantra GFE. So it's like a progression of them being in the sexual industry or in the sex work industry. For me, it was like, hey, I've been studying for with enlightened masters for 10 years and now I'm here. <laughs> So it wasn't from massage training. It was ex- from a completely different entry point. And my background is in, and not in massage. It's in esoterics. It's in what's called white tantra. So my mm-hmm. expertise is in the energy and applying the power of energy into your bedroom atmosphere and into the business atmosphere like this lady. And really the intention is the liberation of self. There's a lot more that goes down the line for this. So it's awakening. It's like the human experience and, and enhanced pleasure is like a side effect. It's really easy to do. <laughs> like all these mm-hmm. things you're talking about, like when you hear about, you know, the 
the four the people having sex for hours and not ejaculating all the stuff I know I'm sure you're gonna ask me later like all that stuff is actually easy the 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 beautiful art of it is being able to apply all this new newly generated power in your body into your life because yeah people like don't understand sometimes they're so disconnected from their body they don't realize that the same body that is in the bedroom is the same body that goes to work and if you're doing things one way in the bedroom it's the same way you're doing it at work like you're the same person in both places. It's not like you're different somewhere. It's not like you're different at work and you're different at home and you're different in the bedroom. It's the same body. It's doing the same thing. It's, you know, moving energy the same way. It's applying pleasure or stress or anxiety in the same way. Yeah. So- I just think that people will need to actually understand that first yeah. before they can even receive Tantra. Oh, exactly. In any way. So speaking on that, what's the difference between a Tantra coach and a Tantra escort? <laughs> Can you just guess? <laughs> like, uh, <laughs> I'm gonna let you do it. <laughs> I, I, I want to put words oh, in your mouth. Lord. So there's many different. <laughs> well, there's uh, there's a range of tantric coaching, right? And it really depends what country you're in, what is allowed, and what is permitted. Oh, uh, speaking of, is there one? In, uh, is there like a you know league of your own where you guys have like a network of tantra people all over the U.S. Uh, and is there one in Miami? <laughs> Because, you know, there's, there are some people that are full of shit, right? That, that's, that. Why, that's why you just heard that. Inhale and exhale. Yeah. <laughs> you know there are people oh. that are full of shit that actually teach these courses, you know, because I know um, some people in body rub oh. and they add that to their thing and yeah. they go take like a weekend course somewhere or whatever. And I'm just like, girl, you could have just pretended like you did because I don't think <laughs> I don't yeah. think this is what you think it is. Yeah. But yeah, do you guys have like a network in the United States of like people that you can vouch for within your network that are actually good? Or is it just, you know, so that's it. That's it. wild, wild west. <laughs> that's a yes and no question. And I'll tell you why. It's really important to clarify what type of Tantra you want to get into mm-hmm. uh, before you even get into it. And in our world today, I could tell you that there's like three different segments when it comes to like the sexual mainstream type of spheres. There's three different styles or boxes or categories of it. And it's really important to know which one you want to get into. And in every single one, you will find slimy shit and good shit. So Mm -hmm. I I would know a few people here and there from each of those boxes. So it's like, do you want someone like me that can show you alchemy and transmutation of energy and power and actually teach you how to put so much energy in your body that then can translate into your entire life? Or do you want um, Neo-Tantra, which is going, that's, this is another category. Neo-Tantra sees itself as outside of Tantra, sees itself as spiritual sex. They will have more of like the couple's experience, all that. Deep, yeah, no, you know, I, want, I want alchemy. Oh, then you need someone. Okay, so I'm the only one in the United States. Last oh, night. great. Thanks. No, unfortunately, unfortunately. Thanks but, a lot. But, <laughs> so we're also going to find someone with 10 years worth of experience and okay in like this atmosphere, you know? Most people like that have my experience, they're like, I don't deal with people unless like they're already at my level, but I don't not like that. And that's not mm-hmm. necessary. Like, like you reach a certain level where you don't judge people. Well, you can get that's because everything. some people, you, remember, we're still humans. 
<laughs> so they're they're still gonna be the judginess there, unfortunately, you know. Right. Because for some reason, people have to feel like they're above something, you know. So that's unfortunate. <laughs> yeah, that's that's why the world is the way it is, folks. But I can check. There is something <laughs> I can check about Miami. They they wouldn't be so skilled to be able to help you apply it in like your business and this and this and this. But they would be able to show you things that then you'd be able to probably automatically translate because you're a wise yes. woman. You know what I, mean? I suppose. Well, yeah. So e- e- email me if you know you find something, please, and thank you. Well, okay, so you were telling me. York. That... <laughs> well, I come to New York often. So <laughs> if there is something in New York, let me know as well. Besides, <laughs> besides you, because you travel a lot. Uh, <laughs> no, but you were saying, what's the difference between a tantra coach oh, okay, and so a tantra expert? So when people um, seek a tantra coach, and depending what state it's in, what or what country it's in, different things are permitted. So a tantra coach would be working typically in place with other tantra coaches. They probably have a certificate and a license, and they they would be like in a medical type of robe. Yeah, because they don't want them. They don't want people to think they're prostitutes. Because again, exactly, this is- people think tantra. They think sex. Yeah. They don't think alchemy. They don't think energy. Well, maybe a little bit, but a reason for-, for the most part, they think long hours of lovemaking. That's one aspect. Uh, there, there's a reason <laughs> for this. I can I can get into it if you ever want me to. But yeah, so they're in the robes and the other person might keep their clothes on, might not, depending what they have trouble with. And a lot of times people go, to, go seek a tantra coach for like, you know, erectile dysfunction, which I hate that word. Although they'll seek it because they're trying to connect, you know, more deeply to their lover and they'll run through different techniques of connecting with them. So it's, um, it, it really borderline sexology. Um, and it, it's kind of at the borderline mm-hmm. of like sexology and a little bit of spirituality. They're, most tantra coaches, I would say half or so, half tantra coaches will not get into like the transmutation stuff that actually changes your nervous system and prepares your body for self-realization. They'll get more, it's like borderline sexology. They might help remove traumas, um, you know, talk to you about if you've ever- Well, that's good. And all this Removing trauma is good. Right. So that's actually another huge category of Tantra in this world today, the way it is. Like first, it's like the alchemical stuff we're talking about, then the Neo-Tantra, like really couple cute stuff we're talking about. Um, and then there is the trauma release, which a lot of people are combining with conscious BDSM or some type of t- somatic work. And all these stages are necessary. They all can flow together. It's I wouldn't take you to the alchemical stuff if you have some huge trauma inside of you because it's going to agitate your mind as we start to do deeper things. Like you need to get mm. that out of your body. You need to get, I know a really amazing conscious BDSM person in Texas, an amazing lady. And I know someone amazing in London, an amazing man. Um, they can help you get over some things that have caused you to compress your sexuality and get, you know, shamed around it or whatever it might be. And then, you know, you can work through all the other stages. So you must have a lot of older clients then if, you know, you, you say you hate the word ED, but, you know, as men get older, they no, tend no, to no. lose. Um, I have everything from 21 to, I don't know, 60 something. Uh, that the I hate that word because the solution is very simple and I don't think it's a dysfunction. Uh, it's a very like simple thing to fix and there's a specific reason it's happening to you so you can fix anybody you don't think even <laughs> once you you don't even you don't think you feel like you could have fixed what's his name uh Hugh Hefner before he passed 
Because you know, you know, he wasn't working for at least a decade of his life. You well, know that I mean, thing like, was not working. I, I know this for a fact because I know I've girls heard. that. <laughs> I've him. heard. I've read. It was all for show, yeah. Which I mean, yeah. which is one of the reasons why I liked him. Like he wasn't all about, you know, it wasn't all about the sex for him. But he's got he's a classy man. He created a classy yeah, environment. It's a classy yeah. magazine. It's, I mean, some people abuse that environment, but we're not gonna go there. Uh so. People abuse so anything. <laughs> I know. So, are you saying that no matter the age, there is something that you could do? Something they can do. Yeah. So, for, okay. We actually, I. This is why I'm not. A you heard it here, folks. You you better book her. <laughs> well, this is why. No, don't do that. This is why I'm not a <laughs> coach. I actually don't want to get into this type of study because a lot of people don't take it seriously. Like, I can't fix that. I can show you how you can fix that every day. And a lot of times it does require a lifestyle change. Like, if you're heavily oh, stressed, if your it. life is very messy. They don't want to do it. Yeah. It's, it's what anything like, that involves work. They're like, no, I'm good. I no, just need a, a magic pill. pill. Exactly. Yeah. They want a pill. And that's fine. Like, hey, they do have a pill. <laughs> they have a pill for everyone. <laughs> this is the reason we have contra <laughs> also. It's like, you want to four hour fuck day without a pill you know so it's there's and you know the side effects of the pill is that you might not even work you might die <laughs> for well there's that too but uh, for a lot of people the end goal is to come and isn't that frustrating you can get hard but you, you can fuck come. forever but you can't come okay wow. so this is why it's because you don't have energy down in your cock or blood flow and you're not breathing if you're not breathing like i've seen people's bodies they don't breathe there's no if you look at a person standing up and watching them breathe barely their chest is going up you need that breath to go all the way down to your low belly and like guess what then it's closer to your genitals you need that mm-hmm. breath going down you need energy going down and a lot of people not only do they not have breath going down they don't have energy going down because their energy is up in their head they think they're their mm-hmm. brain they're thinking all day long and they're not doing anything to get into their bodies like do squats like do leg stuff like the men need to get low. <laughs> Start taking yoga. I usually suggest that for a lot of people, but there, you know. and there are specific yoga techniques that help with it. Yeah. So a tantra coach, like that's what they do. But there's basically um, sometimes there's touch if they're helping you. Um, there's definitely not two way touch. It's more like a doctor. It's a therapist. Sometimes they might have somatic like background. cough. <laughs> <laughs> oh lord! <laughs> you have to grab your balls and cough. You know, I don't think they do that in other countries. I've asked my friends. And they you know, I, I still think it's a myth. I still think that doesn't really happen, no, guys. Just, like the guys are just lying. <laughs> I'm like, who Who the hell? Mm. I, yeah, it's some mm. twisted shit, right? Like, I think it's not, it should not be allowed. I'd be so mad. <laughs> I would do this to my son in schools, you know? Like, if I had my Jesus, my cough. Yeah. Okay, so... Where were And we? then a tantric <laughs> escort. Oh, well, there's, you know, it's... If it's your girlfriend and she's dating you, there's a lot more of a range. Like a tantric escort would act as a muse, not only as a teacher. So more like instructor. your girlfriend. Yeah, it's your it's girlfriend. More, it's more personal. It's more intimate, so to speak. Well, first of all, it's a girlfriend. She wouldn't force you into anything. She's going to see what, yeah. you don't, what you don't like. She's well, the, the coach is not going to force you either, right? Um, I'm, well, I'm the coach would be more <laughs> like a teacher. They'd be like, well like do step one to three and then come see me and don't come see me unless you do one to three because then i can't show you four three four five but like me i'll date you all day long fine you want to go to dinner and not meditate good you want to do this and you want to just go bike <laughs> fine oh you actually want to meditate today and learn something okay great like so you're an enabler no i'm kidding <laughs> <laughs> it, it depends 
depends, right? Because like it, it depends if someone is actually seeking it, they have a meditative background, or they have, by the way, like a Reiki background or a Qigong background or a martial arts background. All that has taught their body how to access energy. So it's really cool mm-hmm. for me to date men like this because we can right away get into it. And some men just have like an innate wisdom, and they they just have something inside of them that allows them to access a tantric field with me immediately. And some don't, and some never will, and some will sometimes. Um, yeah, and but you, you know what's inspired. funny though speaking of you know tantra and reiki and all this energy stuff i've always had a difficult time connecting with men in that and this line of thinking oh, for- work being <laughs> because i feel like they come off as smug yeah and that's that's already a turn off number one and then i feel like they focus just on the sexual part too and then it's like dude really you no. lost me wait like the guys that you are lost the guys that are into Reiki and things that, like this. That, yeah, the guys that practice Tantra, like, for example, a very good friend of oh. mine, her, her brother, that's his thing. Not that he's into me or whatever, you know, I just, I don't cross those lines. But, you know, when he talks about it, it's always just mostly about the sex. Like, right. it's it's ne- it's never anything beyond. Yes, he meditates and there's other spiritual stuff, like he even teaches stuff. But I always, the energy I get from the male Tantra people, it's it's never, I don't know how to explain it, but it's, it does not make me come <laughs> towards them. <laughs> it's a specific term that we use. It, no, I'm in it this repels realm. me. For sure. <laughs> we what call them the spiritual creepers. You don't get near uh, it's it's yeah. it's just some dude that learned some stuff and and it's the same dude that has learned some stuff. It's the same guy in a different outfit. So he hasn't actually changed from within. You know, maybe he learned you know how to value women a little more, kind of see us for who we truly are and for the beauty that we are. Maybe he's like you know tasting that aspect of sacred sexuality a little bit. Maybe he's learning to meditate, but he's still fresh. He's still new. He hasn't changed his entire organism. He hasn't transmuted. He hasn't purified. Because you're feeling that sticky energy. And, and, you know, people ask me a lot of times, like, how do I know a tantra teacher is legit? And that's the answer right there. It's like, do you feel that weird shit around them? Or do you feel like an open heart? Do you feel accepted? Do you feel unjudged? Do you, you know, do you feel like you like being around this person? And, and do they yeah. have a sense of humor? Because most of these, like, you see the Dalai Lama, he's hilarious. Yeah. Like these- Every time a guy <laughs> m- mentions Tantra to me, I already know the run the other way. Well, me too. I'm just like, me too. What do you think I'm I do? I'm just like, like, yeah, oh. bro, nah. <laughs> oh, exactly why I don't advertise as a Tantra coach and exactly why my rate is so high because <laughs> it will attract more people that are not yet Tantric and they just have yeah. an open mind. They're not, you know, nobody, nobody has time for that. Nobody no. has time for that. Okay. So speaking of, you know, you and your work, right. what you said, there were three um, dimensions to this. What is your niche and how did you like go about niching up? Well, Firstly, I didn't even know I was creating a niche. I just knew I was going to be myself. And that just created an automatic niche because I am so different. And Mm -hmm. the the three different worlds is, as mentioned, like one is the more like energy-based, chakra-based, transformation-based, self-liberation, white tantra is like one way to call it. And the other mm-hmm. one, we said it's the neo-tantra, it's, it's like the spiritual sex, it's um, learning just how to engage with one another as a man and a woman in a more respectful way. And it, it, it's once again, though, it stays like right in the aspect of sexology and just a little bit goes into transformational energy a little bit. Um, neo-tantra doesn't have, doesn't offer methods for transmit, transmutation. And then there is mm. like the, the somatic work, the trauma release, and that's once again like that's probably big business 
it is big business because a lot of people need it. It's um, across the. We're all traumatized. You know, do you know the statistics of how many women, the percentage of women that have been like molested or abused, you know, and, and men, which won't actually really tell you. And um, I've seen a lot of this. And it's just as depressing. So we all have things inside. We're all human. No one is born without like a struggle or a trauma. So it's nice to go through all these um, stages of what Tantra offers. What was your main question? It was how I niched. Oh, well, I could only do me. Like my training is in the transmutation stuff. So throughout those 10 years of practicing different things with boyfriends, because I'm a really sexual person, like, like I said, not only was I masturbating right when I could walk, like literally I was getting rushed to emergency rooms because I kept getting little toys and stuck my inside my pussy and like weird things like this. Like what? I was always like super sexual. I didn't even, I didn't even know yeah. anything or like sex no, was not even on my radar until was, I was a teenager. No, like way. it was never, like, even though I, it was there, you know, cause sometimes uh, I would come across my dad's porn, but <laughs> <laughs> I still didn't understand what was going on, but no, I totally got it. There was like a sex book I read when I was young. I was reading sex books. Like I had zero clue. No, I had yeah. like double D's by the time I was twelve. I've had this body since forever. That's another thing too. Maybe that's another thing because I was always a tomboy. Like, oh no, <laughs> like I don't. My body didn't really flourish until I was later, like a late teenager. That was when I came into my femininity and, you know, womanhood. But, you know, as a kid, no, I did did what kids do. I played outside. I played with toys. I played um, (laughs) mommy, daddy. But I was always I was always the child uh, in the mommy, daddy. uh, You know, when kids play mommy, daddy and there's a kid, they play a family. I was always a child in the family. So it's not like I ever got to be the mommy or daddy because, you know, I had older people, older friends, older siblings. So, yeah, no, like I, was... I never, never really uh, got to explore it as a kid. <laughs> no, I was like frustrated. Like literally, uh, we're talking about five years old going to hospitals because I had toys in my pussy. Like people would, um, when they would give me Barbie dolls. and Now, oh, what, wait, oh, what Lord. did your parents think of this? Um, they were, they just, it's not something we talk about type of thing. You know, it was just my mom. You know, she, I still remember. Why she like stop putting things in your pussy? No, she was just like <laughs> <laughs> No, she actually never said that. She would say stuff like, you know, like when, you know, my friends come over and you're hanging out with like all the little boys and it gets really quiet, that's when we know you're doing something bad. Like she would say shit like this to me and I'm like yeah, okay. uh, wait you were doing stuff with the boys too you're like, oh, like you're five or six you're like playing with them right <laughs> well what? yeah i guess you do, do the whole show me yours show exactly. you whatever but and let me show you what but I did do. you actually go any further than that? i don't fucking know <laughs> i don't know oh my god then, so like what Little i'm saying five-year-old sticking her toys in her scorpio, man. Have, have a scorpio kid see what happens like <laughs> oh my goodness oh my goodness but anyways so, so how did you, you know, niche up? I was always highly sexual. And then I, I was always highly spiritual. Those two worlds, as you can see, were there. So I, mm-hmm. so all I did was, you know, I purified myself. I opened my channels up. I learned a specific craft that I was really into. And then, like, I, I loved applying it in the bedroom. And that became, it became my school. Because the things I've learned and at this point, no school can teach that to you. They can only show you, you know. I mean, they do tell you that, you know, you can learn all day long, but you actually need to practice. Right. You know, right. otherwise. I would have never imagined this level of practice. Yeah, it's done. <laughs> <laughs> I like took it around with it. <laughs> like, okay. Yeah. Yeah, so that's that's how I niched up. I actually, it's really interesting because a lot of people would think that what I teach is red tantra, like sexual tantras. 
Um, but no, what my essence is, is the white Tantra. It's a transformation Tantra, but I'm able to embed. And it's called light Tantra? White, white, white. is what I said. It's referred white. to as white. Oh my God, it's racist now? No, I'm kidding. Oh, no, <laughs> tell me about it. No, it's okay. So I don't even there's know white Tantra. What are the other two? Um, well, typically they they like to say white, red, and black. Um, oh, okay. Ooh, yeah. red. Yeah. So red, red sounds be... fiery, and then black sounds oof, the trauma stuff. Okay. okay. <laughs> I'm not to that because there's so many misconceptions like across the board, and not one is not better than the other. It's just like what you feel. Drawn. It's just the different is the different whatever. But did I um, categorize the black as the, is the black the trauma one? Yeah, you did. That was really. OK. But, oh, I can tell you in person, like it gets really mystical in the black stuff. And I wouldn't. It's not my expertise. Tantra is usually associated with the sexual parts of Tantra. Of course. So when people. Are like, and, and then the white is more the spiritual and, you know. Right. However, the spiritual okay. does also apply in the bedroom. And that's what I have figured out. And and, and I would think it also applies in the trauma stuff. And too, it applies. Yeah. It's 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 like whatever you learn, you'll bring it into your craft. Right. Like mm-hmm. anything. Like if I'm a, a, a dietitian. And then I learned something about, like, oh, gosh, that's an example, because I don't know anything about nutrition. <laughs> like, Wait, you I, mean you don't I, eat clean and you're not vegan I and do, all that but I'm shit. not going to preach it. I am vegan. I'm gluten-free, but I'm not going to preach it. But let's put it this way. Like, oh, if I'm a dancer, let me, dancer. Let me call um, Chantel. Hold on. Oh, no, she already knows. <laughs> hey, she already knows. hey you stuff. have a friend. <laughs> <laughs> she but she's not gluten-free. She was like, you're all. Free. I was like, yeah, I got sick. Ah, Gluten free. Oh, Lord. <laughs> no, no. The days I want to be eating more food. So, it's what I'm trying to say is like, whatever you are good at, whatever you are drawn to, you're going to integrate into whatever you're doing. You know, like, look at you. You're a great speaker and you're really good at making everything into a bite sized piece that everybody can understand. Like, why? Thank you. Why? I mean, like, I, I, I never really saw school. myself that way, but thank no, you. This is why I love this show from day one. I've been listening. And from day one, I knew it was going places from day Aww. one. I could tell there was a special energy behind it from day one. I wanted to be on it, but I didn't yet know like how it's going to roll out or if you're just going to have your friends on it, this type of thing. That people More friends. To do. And then <laughs> we have teachers know. on the I show. I started the exactly. show as an educational show. So will, if you can teach really something, good. you can come on. Uh, and that's right. for the general population oh, out there. Something. <laughs> Shit. Well, you already are by all these questions that you're asking. Uh, answering yeah so all i miss, did basically, miss white tantra oh, no, escorts. No. <laughs> yeah <Basically laughs> you took someone that's really into sexuality taught them spirituality and then they came and said hello do you want to date me like that's what happened <laughs> okay okay all right so um okay so many people equate uh tantra to slow sex is tantra slow sex oh my god people are so obsessed with sex by the way i but know go on no, do you really, we can, should we keep talking about Tantra as slow sex? Or should we keep talking about Tantra as sex? Ah, oh, Lordy. This is, is it slow sex or not? So because Tantra is going to teach someone to stop doing what they're usually doing in the bedroom, because you're trying to do something different, in the process of them changing what they're usually doing in the bedroom, they will slow down because they're learning something new. And they're also breathing. Why, so. Exactly. And and that's why it comes off as slow, first of all. But once you've learned it, it's not slow. It can look like anything on the outside. So can you have rabbit um, tantric sex? Exactly. 
you can have BDSM tantric sex. You can urinate on one another tantric sex. You can do the most primal shit tantric sex. Like it's not this like uh-huh. this like weird like churchy thing people are that's, Well, that's how they. That's how it's been yeah. painted for the world. You do understand this? Like it's this long, drawn out. You know, practically boring. The first time Whoa, I heard about it, no. I was, I, yeah. No. The first time I heard about it, I was like, "What the fuck? No, thank you." It is so intense. <laughs> Have you read my? You should read my my first tantric orgasm blog. Like the first time I had a tantric orgasm, it's definitely not boring it is so intense and well clearly that's why we have you on the show yeah. i'm telling you yeah the first time i heard about that's it fun. i was like no thanks what made you they, say they that? make it because they make it i think the part that i was really um which i guess i'll talk about it later on too they make it sound like you can't come and you have to have sex forever and ever and i'm just like i like coming so that's yeah. definitely a, that's a no for oh, me errors, but errors, errors, errors. <laughs> yeah i know that i'm like that's that's a no for me darling and then okay so the lady venus in the article that you know you were making fun of not me I was i'm not, a I journalist <laughs> i'm a journalist and a professional you were making fun of her she yeah. says energy is a part of tantra which you know we've kind of already talked about this do you agree and can you tell our listeners how that is clearly you agree how is that how is energy a part of Tantra? Energy, it's only, it's only Tantra if there's energy, like if we're talking about classical things. So definitely it is more than just a part of it. It, it is it. So what Tantra, when we're talking about not only the sexual aspects, but just what it's doing in your body, what Tantra will try and do is move energy in your body and to actually learn any aspect of Tantra, like Tantra is only going to deal with your energy body. It's going to deal with your chakras. It's going to deal with your dream time. Even it's going to deal with you dying. All those things have to do with your energy and Tantra will encapsulate all of this. So it's weird to say like, what does it not have to do with energy? You know, like Tantra is energy. And if it's ever not energy, then you will lose your path in it forever. You'll start going down completely different. You will lose yourself. And you'll be lost forever if you don't actually stay on the energetic path of it. Yeah, that sounds about right. Okay, so for years now, uh, the mere mention of Sting's name uh, has been enough to prompt a joke about tantric sex. The legacy long ago comment he made regarding his ability to use yoga techniques to fuel hours long lovemaking sessions. He wasn't entirely serious as he tried to explain during his recent appearance on Inside the Actor Studio, which I don't know why they would be asking him about Tantra there. But anyways, uh, if we had, because the thing was that he was fucking for seven hours and he said, if we had seven hours, I would demonstrate, Stink said when he hosts, uh, when the host James Lipton asked him to clarify the origins of the myth. Sting explained that the idea of tantric sex is a spiritual act, which we've been talking about. Um, and he said, I quote, I don't know any purer and better way of expressing love for another individual than sharing that wonderful sacrament or is it sacrament, 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 whatever, uh, not seven hours, but the idea of seven hours, I guess. And he added seven hours includes movie and dinner, but it's true. It's like, come on, who is fucking for seven hours? But anyways, uh, so like, and I'm sure that would draw those, uh, weird clients that want to. Well, that, that want to do it with a pill in one day, in one hour. You know, like, like for an hour, can you teach me everything? <laughs> yeah, or, or they want to, you know, have 24 hour sex because, you know, apparently they think that's what they need. So basically, when most, like I said, when most people hear Tantra, myself included, they think 
uh, of people having multiple hour sex. Um, and I was telling you that friend of mine um, whose brother was telling me that the goal is to hold your orgasm and never come, which I think is crazy. So please explain Let this phenomenon. <laughs> multiple hour sex, lack of orgasms. Is this a myth? Why would anybody not want to come? Please. Let me clarify. One piece at a time. Um, yes, tantrics do have a good long stretch of penetration, of penetrative sex when it comes to me and my tantric boyfriends and the experiences that other tantricas have had. It's always like for some reason, it seems like it ends in four hours, like your body just kind of goes, okay, that's enough. Like it's a, it seems to be a four hour limit. I've heard of some people do six. Um, that's all I've heard. I've not heard seven. So the actual physical it act is. of having sex is four hours. For in my experience, it's always is it's there always foreplay because it's see, it, it, does that we're include talk- foreplay? No, we're talking four hours like penetration and tantric aspects. So, what it looks like when you're having tantric sex, you might pause for a moment to move energy to like a chakra or to your third eye or to your crown. Like, you, you might pause for a moment to do some kind of tantric technique so you can get like recalibrated or so you can get more intense or so you can have an out of body experience, like whatever the goal is or whatever is actually happening as you're fluid together in this space together. Um, but yeah, it is four hours. We're not talking about foreplay. Like we're talking penetration four hours and it's crazy. It's a really cool, crazy experience. Not everybody can do it. Not everybody will do it, but it's something like I've experienced repeatedly. And I know many people that have, so it is true. It is possible. And yeah, it's not a myth. Okay. <laughs> it's not a myth at all. But the whole not orgasm part isn't. Okay. That is like, yeah. there's a lot of error in that. And I see, what happens is as like something like Tantra gets more and more popular, people are just pulling pieces out of it, whatever they think is cool. They're trying a little bit here, trying a little bit there, and they're getting stuck at certain points where they don't know how to go beyond. And like this one, like he is saying, or your friends are saying that the goal is to not ejaculate and not orgasm, right? Is that what you said? They're saying during the actual sex, they're not allowed to come. Okay. So what what everybody's doing right now and actually i think you are too you're connecting ejaculation to orgasm and to a tantric those two things are different what a tantric male learns to do is orgasm but not ejaculate and that is the training well, that's not that's not what he's saying oh yeah of so, course not. Of so course I, not. that's why because it's more, <laughs> no it's, and then i'm like what about the woman because well the, you know I feel, I feel like she should be having orgasms the whole time. <laughs> Wait, let, let, me, let, me, let me go back to that first one. No, the woman definitely. And then again, what cool. if it's both women having tantric sex, which is, you know, like, or exactly. both men, like. It all applies. It all applies. So the, so what happens is, let me clarify, like tantric men learn to become multi-orgasmic. What happens is they will orgasm, but cum does not come out their cock. So if you can imagine what happens at that moment, is that they are still hard and they can keep going. And this is why you can have four-hour sex because they become multi-orgasmic. And it's really amazing to see. It's really addicting to see because you're just like, oh my God, this guy. <laughs> like, like, how can this... Like, nice. Blowing his mind off. So you're just like, I want more of this. Just you, like, he is going through so much pleasure. Like, you want to keep seeing it. Now, the reason he wants to do that is so that the woman can have so many more multiple orgasms. Like, you know, the longer it lasts, the longer she can also because um, a woman is m- much easier for her to become multi-orgasmic what you may have stumbled mm-hmm. into or people are stumbling into like talking about you shouldn't orgasm or don't orgasm 
is that um, they're talking about for a woman, it, there is a way to bring your orgasm inside your body. And most women are having just clitoral orgasm. They didn't, they didn't say any of that. Oh, I know. <laughs> just, so this is just, just letting you know. <laughs> of course it doesn't. Because like he read one book or his buddy said, hey, guess what? I'm learning to like, you know, jerk off and last longer. And I hold back my nut and then I finish. I don't finish. I just hold it and I'm feeling so strong. Like everybody just making stuff up and telling one another. And then like your friend like starts to try it. And one person is telling another person. It's like the blind leading the blind. What I'm telling you is straight like, orally handed down tossed down from masters to students like this isn't really stuff that gets clarified in books really well because it is esoteric it is on another level and people just don't Mm. believe it they're like what do you mean i can um i can come i can orgasm without ejaculating and the truth is like nobody ever taught you how to learn your how to what to do with your dick all that happened was you touched it when you were young and you felt it felt good and then some stuff came out and then now you repeated doing that. You never, nothing ever stopped you and made you think, hey, is that the only way to use my dick? Is that what it's here for? Are there any mm-hmm. other ways for me to use this sexual energy? And what tantric men do is they bring the energy up so then they orgasm and nothing comes out their cock and they just keep going. So it's really a cool thing. So for women, they teach women, like we teach tantric women how to orgasm deeper. So there isn't like just a clitoral orgasm. There's ways to orgasm like mm-hmm. deeper like yourself, which mm-hmm. I'm sure a lot of like some women have felt, some women have not felt. But even if you have a clitoral orgasm, there's a way to like draw the energy up. So therefore you can continue too because you know, like a lot of times when you have a clitoral orgasm, your body becomes too sensitive and it can't be touched, right? Yes. <laughs> right? So yeah. So then you cannot continue. So the whole point is to continue. So like, so there's a way to make sure you don't get so sensitive and still get the pleasure so you can continue. Does that make sense a little bit? Yeah. Okay. 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 <laughs> making any sense here it is making a lot of sense but at least you clarified that part so where can someone learn more about tantra hello (laughs) um obviously you but is like for people who are all over the united states that's why i was asking earlier is there some kind of a network there where you know if they go here they know that these are trusted people that have taken the time to do the work to learn once again, depends what you want, what type of tantra you want. Do you want the trauma release? Do you want neo tantra, or do you want like a- so white, red, or black? Um, no, no, no. Those don't. Those don't like. <laughs> they, well, actually, they can kind of apply, but not not really. Like loosely, like they'll apply. I don't even want to say that because it's like wrong. But that's how people are going to think about it now. Um, but, well, yeah, like, you niched it up that way. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm refer- white, black, you- and red. Yeah, it refers to something yeah. else. But but now in our world, like it applies this way. But it doesn't matter once you clarify what style of tantra you want you can like look into it you know like the tantra workshops near me and you can look into the teacher's background you can read the reviews and you can see how you feel you can go to like their intro workshop and if the crowd is nice you know and like you feel good there you can continue right you can tell your teacher if you have any concerns like hey you know like i just got an abortion like is this a safe space for me or i just got raped like is this okay for me to be here like you need to let them know if you've gone through something like that and so there isn't like Oh Lord, now there's a tantrum healer. So I'm assuming she's doing the um trauma stuff. Right. Well, like there's a lot of- if she's healing you. She's saying it that way. Yeah. Like, I mean, I am too, but I'm just not gonna say it that way because then you attract completely different people. And I- <laughs> so oh that- Lord. But there's a healing aspect, like throughout all these things we just said, right? Like because it mm-hmm. makes the human like progress. So anytime a human progresses and evolves, like something is healing. So I would look at I don't want to name a specific school because within every school there's a little bit of like this is a good teacher this is a shady teacher type of thing 
So I bet mm-hmm. I'd rather like you see what is there. Go check it. I I would definitely, me personally, stay away from the males. <laughs> it's not a bad I don't idea. Trust it. <laughs> I don't trust it. I don't trust it. I do not trust it. It's, I don't study with anybody like that. <laughs> so and also like the reason why your your friends are they're they're a little bit confused or making some errors. By the way, it's not their fault. Like in in America, there isn't that much like white transformational tantra. It is most of like the sexology tantra. Yeah, because it's all about sex. Everyone's obsessed with sex. Yes, I I know, <laughs> right? So what I'm saying is like, so if you can only ask, so Google and do your research. Yeah, is what you're saying. yeah. So okay. basically, you didn't tell us anything. Thanks a lot. Well, I don't want to leave you down the wrong track, right? <laughs> No, I so, everything. Speaking of down the wrong track, what are some pitfalls that people run into? Well, that exactly. Like talking to your own buddy to get advice is a pitfall. Um, thinking that you can learn something like this overnight is a pitfall. I, I need everybody to understand it's it's a whole change in your in your body that you're creating. So it's equivalent to saying like not ejaculating, for example, is equivalent to saying, I'm gonna do a handstand without a wall behind me and I'm gonna hold it today. Like, no, that takes like seven months for you to get there. You have to build the strength and you're reversing gravity. And that's exactly what you're doing with your orgasm. You're reversing gravity. That's why we call it transmutation. So uh, one pitfall is like thinking you can do it overnight. And it's not that way. It's something you do learn over time. Another pitfall is not trusting yourself when you go to different teachers. (laughs) Definitely. You see what I mean? Like, um, Mm -hmm. that's why I said better to do your research because you need to see who you resonate with today. Like, that will be the person that will be able to help you the most. Um, but the major pitfall is that it's when people are trying to do like more of this spiritual tantric stuff using sexology type of training. So they're 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 toying they're they're teetering between the line of neo tantra and white tantra, and they're they're getting stuck because what will happen is like a lot of these gentlemen, for example, they'll get to the point where they're holding back their orgasm and they're not orgasming or ejaculating, and they just don't know what to do next. They don't know how to cross the line into oh now I can orgasm but not ejaculate. And that's a completely different training. Mm-hmm. But that's, that's, a, that's a major pitfall. Um, yeah. So just, you know, you just have to take the time and, and study more on it if you're interested. Yeah, and get your expectations straight. Like, really realize, like, when, when I meet people, like, I ask them, you know, what is your profession? And, you know, for example, say they're on Wall Street. How long did it take you to learn how to make money trading stocks? And they're like, 10 years. And my answer is, me too. So, like, just know there's only so much you can learn in two hours. Like, the people have yeah. been for years. Yeah patience and you know be open to learning for a while before you get the hang of it right whatever whatever that means to you so what what is the difference between your work with gentlemen on a ritual date and when you work with couples right so it's it's extremely different um with with a couple uh we would get more it's more results focused so i'm actually teaching like they actually want to learn something i will pull out a whiteboard i will give them practices to do every day Um, after they meet me once we have to commit to like six sessions or a long-standing retreat so I can get them to a really good point not just teach them things piece by piece here and there I'm actually bringing it all they will learn everything they need from A to Z for for like tantric lovemaking they will learn it and Mm -hmm. like take the time to like revisit you know their relationship 
where they want to go as individuals, where they want to go as a couple. So it's very deep, beautiful work. And it's, um, it's really good if the person just had a child and um, like the woman's body is very depleted when it comes to sexual energy at that point. So she can regain her libido. Or like if you've had kids and they move away, you know, for college and you're like, mm, what about us now? How do we re-engage? How do we re should have been You should have been worried about you guys while the kids were there. But, you know, story <laughs> for another day. Uh. <laughs> well, I can't blame them. I can only help them. So it is the reality most people live. I know. I know it's not you and I have a different brain. For mm-hmm. it, but, um, mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. And then your ritual the, date with the gentleman? Yeah. So for the, with the gentleman, it's more... I act more as a muse. I will introduce things that they will like and will work perfectly for them. I will introduce a tiny little bite-sized piece and next time another piece and next time another piece. And I just hope that at one point it will all just come together and integrate into their system. So it's um, it's more of a, I'm definitely not a teacher at that point. I'm not a coach. I'm just their really awesome girlfriend that just has this little extra skill and um definitely to help their lives just energy. be better well yeah definitely that is my them. goal that is my goal and that is my aim um and also i want to make clear like, i am really responsible with it which might not mean anything to you guys today but there are there's so many high level tantric techniques that i can you know put on a person and they will like you know they'll start shaking all you know, their start like weird stuff will start happening to them and in their mind they think that's cool and they like it and they'll want it more but really i just fucked up their nervous system and i messed up their body and like that's not what i'm gonna do well today. then i'm gonna take it slow i'm gonna make sure like your system can acquire whatever i'm giving it it's like i, I can't force feed you it's like you've never ate tantra and all of a sudden i gave you a thanksgiving meal and then you think that's awesome but and i don't want that i don't want that response from your body i wouldn't be doing you any service so i really want to do it appropriately and like you just leave that to me <laughs> you just come in with an open mind you come in with an ability to possibly change your body and then there'll be a different result but if you come in with the same mind the same body thinking something different is going to happen it doesn't work that way you know what i mean yeah you got to do the work <laughs> and you got to be receptive yeah. to learning receptive to it yeah okay so what is next for you So I'm writing a manual. I want to actually write a tantric manual that people can follow in the, I want, so it'll be 12 rituals, 12 tantric rituals for the modern world, for the fast paced world. So people can Mm -hmm. apply a little bit of what I'm saying in the bedroom already and be able to do rituals with themselves that will create some kind of effect. Um, I'm really excited about the book mostly. And I'm assuming, um, you're going to announce it once that happens. I will announce it. Definitely. Okay. Okay, cool, 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 cool. I've been working on it for a while. (laughs) Okay, so uh, what is the biggest mistake you've made in your adult entertainment life, aside from the broke boyfriends? (laughs) (laughs) That was not my adult entertainment life. Look, I threw that in there so women will remember. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Learn from other people's mistakes. (laughs) I feel like, you know, the the pleasures of having such amazing coaching has made it so I cannot say I've made any mistakes at all. Not so good. However, Wait, I meant in your business been. life, your adult entertainment yeah, business life. That's what I mean. <laughs> so you haven't made any errors like you didn't let someone in that, you know, you shouldn't have or. Yada, yada, yada. No, nothing like that. Like, of course, like, or, there have been, you know, few, put like, somebody further than they needed to go. No. There have been like a few like scammers and manipulative people here and there, but that's not like a mistake. You can't really see that in yeah, yeah. your face. You know what I mean? Okay. Like that's a well, good for you. So that but means you're uh, transcended and one with yourself. Good, that's a good coaching, <laughs> though, for sure. Not any yeah. mistake. If any mistake I made is not starting sooner. 
<laughs> yeah. So clearly, I mean, you had mentors. You did not figure this all out on no. your own. You had 10 years of, of work. So uh, tell the newbies the essential things they need in order to become a successful companion or even a tantric escort. Uh, if they even know what that means i wouldn't even get into that well i could i could if you want but just do the education what about what about success with uh companion companion, i would say i would say hire a coach definitely i think it's key for whatever business you're going into i i think it's smart to hire someone but be careful who you hire lady definitely and and not not me (laughs) and so but besides the coach and like getting some type of help I do think it's super key to have some sort of meditation in your life whether it's actual meditation or swimming or running like something that is strengthening your mind because Mm -hmm. I feel otherwise you can get easily tricked into things or tricked into believing things that aren't real whether you're manipulating yourself or someone else's I think it's really key to have a way to tap into yourself so that you're driving your own life always and then you can also fall into the whole you know thing where this is your whole life like you need balance you right. can't just be work 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 like uh, the rihanna song i don't even think that was the kind of working she was talking about no. anyway but what's the worst advice you've ever gotten oh yeah i had more advice for the girls oh. <laughs> well, like, sorry no it's okay <laughs> It's totally okay. It was actually echoing what you're saying is to manage burnout. Like definitely like when you go into it, no. Do you want to do this for a short time or a long time? Do you want to build a whole lifestyle about around it? And if so, like always stop before you're 100% burnt out. Like stop at your 70%, stop at your 80%. And overall, I wanted to say just not to, uh, how do I say this? Not waste your energy on pettiness and dramas. And Please don't. Really realize there's a whole other life to be living that has nothing to do with like any Twitter or Twitter. <laughs> yeah, nothing of this. Like, get yourself right, you know. Get your lives, ladies. <laughs> yeah. Get your lives. Like, take advantage of this moment, you know, build something for yourself, stack your money, do something good. Don't waste your energy with dramas and all these things. Yeah. And also, it's not even worth it. No, 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 no. And don't believe what other people are saying, such as like, don't get into the trap of thinking there's a slow season. Like, I know that there are seasons that are slower, but don't just sit back and be like, oh, it's slow season. Be like, okay, well, what else can I do? Let me sit on Twitter and complain about it all. Yeah, no, exactly. And don't do that. Just like, what can I do? Can I go on tour? Can I meet another lady? Can I just Mm -hmm. enhance my body? Can I just... Can can I, you know, work on my marketing or whatever? Exactly. Something. Should should I have saved when, you know, the harvest was bountiful? Exactly. Exactly. There are lots of things you can do, but yeah. That's my main Uh, advice. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Okay, so what is the worst advice you've ever gotten? I don't have one. (laughs) Okay, good, because your teachers are the shit. What, What is the best advice you've ever gotten? The best advice, probably not to show my face <laughs> for now. Because ah. <laughs> it is a struggle, you know. Of course, I want to show my face. But... Trust me. Do you know how many times I wake up and yeah. I'm like, damn, I'm fucking gorgeous. I know, I know, but I know. There's nothing I can do. It's then... like I beat my face. I go out <laughs> with the girls and I'm like, damn, I look good too, but I got to blur it. I actually hire yeah. makeup artists for all my photo shoots. My <laughs> face is beat to the gods. Oh Lord! But you know, I'm just like, oh, we're, we're gonna nice blur it, them, right? We're being nice to them. If we show them our face, we're gonna break their bank. So it's like, exactly. we're being kind to you fellas. It's, all, it's also selfish. We don't want to be recognized. <laughs> but um, but yeah, I mean, everybody has their reasons. Which listen to episode uh 57 with Aurora, and oh, we we, awesome. we we talk about you know 
the pros and cons and all that good shit. All right. If you could go back in time and talk to your 17-year-old self, what would you say to her? I would tell her, believe in yourself and keep going. Just believe in stay, yourself. Stay, stay away from the broke boyfriend. <laughs> no, I should, right? That actually, I mean, hair is that advice. Don't date anyone that doesn't have anything to give you. <laughs> Don't date Don't. takers. Exactly. You know, I mean, because, you know, because people might scream, oh, gold diggers. No, you cannot oh. be. And that's this, this is life. It is not wise to be in relationships where you're the only one putting something into it. And not getting anything anything out. That is one sided, and I don't do those. We call that a bad investment. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't do one sided relationships. Never have. <laughs> like I remember on another podcast, you were saying, you know, like you had a lot of this influence from like your mother and your grandmother. It was very matriarchal the way you grew up. So I think yeah. You were- you were raised with like some dope, dope women. Like I wasn't. <laughs> Shit, ever, ever, the men in my lives too made it so. Like yes. my father. I mean, actually, Way when better. guys start, when guys start tripping about, you know, being providers, you know, in my city life or you know whatever. Not even, not even in this world. When guys start acting weird about being providers, I'm like, well, you can blame my dad because he's the one that told me or showed me, I should say, <laughs> that a man provides. That's so nice. <laughs> for his woman and family till this day so get your and look at the home. result of that like you're killing exactly <laughs> i mean he yeah. still doesn't know about this podcast and probably never will but you know what i'm saying uh- <laughs> <laughs> you don't need to know father <laughs> yeah you know he, he doesn't need to know the details okay favorite vacation <laughs> i do not i sure as hell do exactly. not and i've asked questions and they still <laughs> lie to me but anyways favorite vacation destination uh i think still and forever always will be bali Bali, Bali, right? Bali. Oh, <laughs> so amazing. Uh, what do you do in your free time? Lots of yoga, obviously. Dance. I dance a lot. I, I love. Yeah, it. when I meet you, that's what we're gonna do. We're gonna yeah. go to a yoga class together. Maybe you can just do one with me yeah. in private. I don't know. Since you're, you're probably a teacher or something, right? If <laughs> it's if it's private, we can dance first, then do yoga. That's what I do. Okay, <laughs> so sounds I good to me. I I twerk around and then I stretch out and then I meditate. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. Who who knew yogis twerked? Um. <laughs> exactly. Only the good ones, uh, right? <laughs> that, that's it. <laughs> like that's that's about it. <laughs> that's all. Okay. Um, she no, twerks. She does yoga. Me. She meditates, it's and of mind. course, has like multiple me. orgasms for forty five minutes oh. every day. <laughs> that. Yes. that girl's a beginner, yes. by the way. <laughs> oh, sorry. She meant four hours. Thank you very much. A day, people. Get get with it. Okay. Are there any companions right now you currently have a crush on and wouldn't mind booking a double sesh with? This is your chance to get the guys to get the guys to get the guys to book them. Oh, this specific girl. Gosh. Yeah. Um, like one or two. You know that you you're, you're crushing all right now. Man, all of them. Like for oh, me, shit. Should I not say that? I <laughs> no, it's so, fine. It's fine. With me, I enjoy women just as much as I enjoy men. My my ethos remains the same. Like, I would book a double with anybody. I would have a great time with any woman and, and any man, really. And I don't care their shape, their size, their race, like all that stuff. Like, I just want them in my bed. It's so fun in there. Well, excuse <laughs> me. You heard it here, folks. She wants you in her bed. My, yeah, I can I, only imagine that um, tantric sex would probably be even more mind-blowing for the women. 
you know, two female um, partners. It, oh, it really is. Yeah, you, you actually alluded to that earlier. Um, a lot of tantra you'll find out there seems to be heteronormative. And I know in the way we're speaking today, it kind of was, but it does not have to be. And it, it, it doesn't even require that. Are you sure? Because all those Indian no. drawings show a lot of scissoring. <laughs> I know. Oh, like with two women in me or two guys? Yes, two women. Oh, that's what I'm saying. It can be the same sex. Yeah, like it could be the same sex women. No, but you're saying that it's heteronormal now. Heteronormal. Well, the te- a lot of teachers will um, stay that way they, when they're teaching yeah, you. Um, they, they do it for the men, you know, men, woman, couple. But yeah. based on those ancient drawings, Seems like there are a lot of scissoring back in the day. But, sure, because <laughs> Tantra has to do with masculine, feminine polarity. So, like, we each have each inside of us. So, you can mm-hmm. keep it down anyway. And, yeah, it is way more pleasurable. Tantric sex for is more pleasurable for anybody because, like, for example, like, can, can I ask you or no, like, where, you or- where do you feel your orgasm? It depends. And we, we probably should talk about this uh, okay. off air because <laughs> we're running out of time. I got oh, another okay. interview. Uh, um, but it depends. I've I've had it both clitoral and full body. Okay. Well, yeah. So what like Tantra would make sure is that like it's always a full body or close to or get to that. So it helps you harness that as opposed to like being a victim to a full body orgasm. Like, oh, today I accidentally have one. <laughs> it's more like, what can I do to make sure that I can kind of do this all the time? So yeah, pleasure. That, that part I would need to work on for oh, sure. No doubt. Okay. So favorite book? Okay, well, they're both old school. There's two That's of them. Fine. One of them is East the best of Eden. ones usually are. You remember East of Eden? I had to read East of it. Eden. Yeah, I had to read it in school when I was really young, and I really loved it. Yeah, East, East of Eden. Eden. Oh, I like, did not yeah, remember that book. And sexual, and like it's about couples and their dramas and their minds. It's I liked it. And East of Eden. It's so old. Oh, it's a movie. Isn't I'll probably movie. just watch the movie. But my other favorite one is called actually Guns, Germs, and Steel, which has to do for my love for like, you know, global security. And it's all about how... I have to say germs. What? Guns, Germs, and Steel. It's really interesting. It talks about how humanity progressed like through Guns, Germs, and Steel. So it's, it's really interesting to see what different like societies did and how things progressed throughout time and resource flow throughout countries. And that's the stuff like... That's and the stuff how they did. poisoned the population exactly, with diseases exactly. so they could yeah, cure exactly, it. Exactly. Yeah. So it goes into all of... Oh, yeah. Yeah, it came out in 1955, East of Eden movie. Mm-hmm. Looking at it now. But yeah, I mean, government can be really fucked up, man. Like half the diseases we have, we don't even need to have them. I know. Anyways, I know. I, I digress. Okay. <laughs> uh, what are you reading right now? Are you reading anything right now? I am. I am. So I'm reading, it's actually a, a sexual energy book. It's called Don Juan and the Art of Sexual Energy. Don Juan? Yeah, really. <laughs> Hold on. Let you should look it up. Google Don this. Juan and the Art of Sexual Energy. It's really good. And it gets really deep into, um, you guys have to realize like sexual energy and sex are two different things. And I don't know, I don't think that's in people's heads, right? Oh, uh, trust me. People <laughs> do not know the difference. No. I, I just feel like maybe because it's just America or really most of the Western world, we're so suppressed sexually that that's literally all they can think about. It's the most annoying thing because it's, it's so annoying. <laughs> like everything jesus there's a whole world out there and you're limiting your life just to your reproductive organs that's just that's insane all right i see it here it's on amazon i hope it has uh kindle because i will not be getting it yes it does (laughs) oh good good let me know what you think about that book it's really good i'm i'm loving it okay okay 
Let me, let me send a copy to my um... energy you guys is like it's always in you and sex is something you do they're two different things it's like Mm -hmm. that's why that's why you have some women that are uh pretty good at seduction and Mm. some that aren't because they haven't tapped into that part of them same thing with the men too you have you have the rico suaves and you have the (laughs) so hot i love that you connected that exactly But yeah, like it's something that really can be taught, though. But let me see if I can uh, up my skills with this Don Juan. I'm going to send a sample to see if I like it. If I like it, I'll buy it. <laughs> okay. Nice. Uh, favorite movie of all time? Well, okay. So the most recent one I actually saw was Wonder Woman, and I loved it. All there, right. There so is a... Just so you don't like movies, nobody will judge you. No, I know. There's... I, I mean, I might judge you a little bit. But... I don't really watch TV. Like I, like I said, I'll watch it in a movie. That's fine. You don't have to watch TV, but <laughs> movies, that's art. Well, there's one I really love. I didn't love. say go watch the news. Old school. Well, nobody really likes that. sexy. There's this one called The Elephant. You can find it on YouTube. But there's the two, elephant? There's two, two elephants. Um, there's one that's old. It's the one that it's old school. It's in a completely different language, and you have to, like, read the subtitles. And it's a, it's a martial arts movie. I'm in love with it. It's for free on YouTube. Mm, let me see. I've watched it so many times over and over because of the, the skill of their body. And it, like, it, it will have all these fight scenes with people fighting from completely different martial art crafts. Like, they'll be, you know, everything from capoeira to, like... Uh, everything, everything i think it's so hard. It's so i hard. feel like i feel like the guys here that practice it just do it just so they can show up <laughs> <laughs> i'm okay, like relax we're I'll literally watch. having brunch right now like <laughs> what? show the fuck out bro <laughs> yes most restaurants no it's this is just life in miami most most oh. restaurants in miami have djs it's just it's a thing so especially on Sundays, they're going to have a DJ. They usually play like house, deep house, whatever. And everybody gets to express themselves, you know, in dance. <laughs> and <laughs> some people do the most. It's like, bruh, we know, yes, we know. <laughs> you, can, you, can, you can do this, we know. But we're dancing. This is dance right now. <laughs> Relax. But, you know, whatever for attention. Okay, so uh, you don't watch TV, so I'm not going to ask you your favorite uh, TV show. Pet peeves. I do have a lot of pet peeves for you, though. Yeah, exactly. If you have 30 minutes for this, I'm just kidding. But no. When, when things are <laughs> yes, I know. Disorganized things, um, people not keeping promises, um, uh, passive aggressiveness, people walking mm. by you real fast on the sidewalk in New York and coming in front of you, then slowing down, which is the same in California when they're driving. They'll drive really fast, cut you off, and slow down. Like, I'm annoyed by stepping on, my yo- <laughs> stepping on my yoga mat. It is not something for you to step Ooh, on. Oh, like, do not step on her sacred space, right? bitches. Or my instrument. Like when I travel, because I have so many instruments, when I travel with them, like people lean onto my instrument. Like after you're checking them. Wait, what instrument? Like the flutes um, or something? <laughs> One time at band camp, I stuck a flute in my pussy. Anyway. <laughs> the one thing I did not stick in my pussy. The- <laughs> <laughs> no, I have two sitars. They're very large. A oh. sitar is an Indian classical instrument. And it's well, really... excuse the fuck out of me. Yeah, it's large. It's like it's tall as me. And so the card case. No, I play Indian classical. Do you carry it around because that's part of your meditation or? I'll carry it if I'm going somewhere and I want to play it. Like if, if I'm going somewhere and I'm going to have time to myself and I want to, you know, spend that time. Uh, being okay. That sounds fun. Um, and also because I, I wish I knew how to play an instrument. Damn it. Okay. I started at like 30. I plan on learning the piano. 
That's a really cool life. So a I, good can, one. I can dress up in my ball gown and my dinner parties and entertain my guests. Goals. Goals. Have you seen that one? <laughs> There's this one chick, she's playing, she's wearing a thong um, and she's playing the piano. And as she's playing the piano, she's like twerking each butt cheek at the same time, like on beat. It's <laughs> That's too much work. <laughs> It sounds comic. beautiful. It is. She's dressed up beautifully. Like that's the image I just got. <laughs> oh, okay. I, I said a ball gown. You picture me twerking. Okay. So we know where your mind is in the gutter. All right. So leave our listeners, please, both the men and the ladies, with some parting advice. The part, the best advice is that I ever got will be this parting advice, actually, and it's to never lose touch with the value of a dollar. And no matter how much money you're making today, no matter how much money you're making tomorrow, like you can always, one day you might be broke. Like you're not immune to this. You're one bad choice away from this, you know. So never lose touch with a value of a dollar. It'll keep you grounded. The these men that you're dating, like they know the value of a the dollar. They work hard. They're not most mm-hmm. people don't just throw money away. So like be really conscious of this. Like stay grounded with this you know most of your friends aren't making what you're making like remember it is sometimes a lot for them you know when you go out to spend 20 bucks with them so ever like keep all your friends you know like wealthy and not wealthy. well and just stay stay in this I don't keep all your friends what about the toxic ones no 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 i'm just saying like like don't like all of a sudden like think you're better than your friends because you're making uh, uh, money. I'm talking about your friend. Your friend. You shouldn't be mm-hmm, fucking having any mm-hmm. friends that are toxic to start with. But no, you'll be surprised, girl. Oh. You'll be surprised. <laughs> I know. I've I've seen that. But I'm saying it's like don't lose don't lose touch with like the real value of money just because you're making a lot and just respect. Yeah. And what what about oh. for the guys? Because this seems like for the ladies. Oh, for the guys. That's right. Uh, I would say. For the, re- for the real awesome gentlemen out there, right? I would say just keep doing what you're doing, treating us really well. Um, ask us, you know, more about ourselves. Share more about yourself and, you know, be more expressive, be more free. And uh, don't be afraid to, like, create, like, real connections with us. Um, we are all human after all. And, and, you know, always respect our boundaries, respect your boundaries. But, yeah, just I don't know how to say it. Like, just just be be. Free friendly with us be great men continue to be great with us just be yeah. live in the moment with us yeah live in the moment with us. okay so please leave us your social media so that our listeners can contact you and book you so for twitter it is at tashazelle t-a-s-h-i-z-e-l-l-e Thank you so much, Tasha Zell, for coming on and blessing us with all (laughs) this knowledge about Tantra. Hopefully, we're a little bit more wiser on the topic. I'm going to do some research and see if there's anything here in Miami. Um, But talking to you now lets me know that at least there are some genuine Tantric energy people in the world. Because you know in the world of spiritualism, there are a lot of, you know, crazy off-the-grid type people that don't know what the fuck they're talking about. But because people don't know, they just follow and they just... Uh, it, it's a crazy, it's vicious unfortunate. cycle. But you do know that in, in this in the spiritual world, there's a lot of uh, false prophets, right? I do know. I know it too yeah. well. So it, because of that, it, it kind of has made me adverse to trying to learn from other people. I just try to harness my own shit because I'm already spiritual, always have been since I've been a kid. I mean... And I'm still learning every day. But a lot of stuff now, I realized that when I was a kid, I saw things, sensed things, but I didn't know what the fuck it was until, you know, as I'm learning as an adult. But it makes me not want to 
interact with other people because I can sense it. I don't know how I don't know how to explain it, but I can I can sense it from a mile away that they're full of shit and I'm just like Ugh. and they are. But talking to you has made me, you know, a little bit more open maybe just with you. <laughs> maybe maybe I'll just, you know, you know, spit back and forth with you until I find somebody else that's like you. But thank you so much yeah. for coming on. And next time I'm in New York, we definitely need to um, do something, dinner. For sure. Stuff, yoga, twerking. (laughs) Whatever. I really appreciate you saying all that. And as you do your research, feel free to send me links and I can, you know, kind of guide you like or make things more clear about each link that you found so you can make a better decision for yourself. So I mean, for for me, I feel like I would just need to schedule like a, a call with you. Or, or just hanging out with you really yeah. would be the way to do it. That's the way I learn. I learn exactly. in the physical. I learn through doing the whole 21 questions thing. Doesn't really, <laughs> it doesn't work for me. Like now if something comes up while we're in play, so to speak, and I don't mean fucking because we know you're a pervert. No, no, no. Come on. <laughs> I, I mean, I mean <laughs> hanging out. If something comes up authentically, then I will ask the question. Yeah. But for me personally, that's just the way I am. I'm not one of those people that like ask you a million questions. Like I like to do things. I like for things to progress naturally. And this goes for anything in my life, my sessions, my friendships, whatever. So again, thank you so much for coming on. I know you have a busy life. Please stay in touch. Hopefully we'll have you come back and we can uh, diving deeper into Tantra. Sounds good, Vivian. Thank you, girl. Thank you. I'll talk to you later. Bye. A big thank you to Ms. Tashizel Monroe for coming on the show and enlightening us about the world and science of Tantra. I will see you guys next episode. Until then, bye. Be sure to follow the show on Twitter at TSEG Podcast and on Instagram at TSEGP. Join our Patreon page for exclusive videos on dating, sugaring, and freestyling tips for both the gentlemen and ladies. Patreon.com forward slash TSEGP. Follow your host Vivian on Twitter and Instagram at Exotic Vivian. Please leave the show a five-star rating on iTunes. Until next time, keep it sexy and stay receptive.